Gentlemen, we went over the rules in the dressing room. I want to caution you to keep this fight clean at all times, and what I say you must obey. Live from the WKOM studio in downtown Columbia, it's time to wake up and get woke. It's three dudes with a view. Let's get it all! Welcome in, Tuesday edition, Three Dudes with a View. I am dude number three. My name is Del Kennedy. Uh, apologies for Tom Price. If you're listening to his news this morning, uh, he had a power outage uh, almost into the, uh, the last few minutes of the newscast. And so he got knocked off the air. We don't know what the source of the outage was. I assume it was out in his neighborhood. We've got good power here at the station. But in any event, Tom Price will be back tomorrow uh, and hopefully with power. So there we go. I'm dude number three. I'm Del Kennedy. Dude number two, Clayton Harris, apparently is still out driving the bus somewhere. Dude number one, Mr. Jim York, how are you? Good morning, Del. Good morning, everybody out there. All right. And oh, there's Ron Hart. It's Ron Hart Tuesday. Good morning, Ron Hart. How are you, man? Hey, good morning. Good morning. Where where are you these today? Chattervegas. Safe and sound, not being robbed or anything. <laughs> Good deal. Uh all right, Rob. Let, let's see. This this week you uh are talking about um how do you phrase Drunkle. it? Uncle Drunkle. Uncle Drunkle. Uncle um, Drunkle, Uncle Uncle Drunkle Mac, dearly departed. Okay, what, what's going yeah. on there? We got family reunion coming up. He's not going to be there. I just, I just basically phoned it in. It's an old column that I have. You, when you write, supposedly fifty-two times a week, every you know maybe maybe five or ten times, you just take an old column and evergreen and put it up there. But he was a piece of work, a great piece of Americana. He, uh, you know, he, he had a terrible relationship with his wife, drank a lot, caroused a lot. Smoked a lot of Marlboros, and surprisingly enough, he died pretty early. <laughs> well, okay, yeah. Lifestyle. Yeah, one of his best lines was always, "With how's it going with his wife?" He goes, "Ronnie, I have a big insurance policy on her. She has a big insurance policy on me. Now it's just a waiting game." <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness! All right, okay, there we go. I think we're about to get oh, this uh, $80 million jet go down. The government, uh, uh, you know, a real smart government had this $80 million jet of ours go down. I was thinking about today, they can't find it. You know, ask people for help trying to find their jet. So I'm a little worried about military here. Or, or they don't have that on the Apple phone. They got to find your jet, your fighter jet app on their phone, maybe. They, they found the crash site. Yeah, they, they found it. Uh, I know, but the fact you can't find it that quick, does that not concern you a little bit? Well, it's a stealth fighter. You know, you can't find it on radar. Yeah, that was yeah. The, they they have what's called a according to the news reports, and the news reports are sketchy. But um, all planes are required to have what's called a transponder, uh, which is where you can uh, the uh, radar folks will give you a a, a four digit code to put in, uh, and it, it's not the same code all the time. It, it's it's situational, but you know, say you're flying into Nashville, Nashville radar will give you a four digit code, you know, zero four one two, whatever. Yeah. You you dial that into the transponder and that way you're identified on radar. Uh they have your aircraft associated with zero four one two. And apparently the 
that that rises to even a greater significance so when you got a stealth fighter because the only way that of course they're flying over civilian airspace over there in south carolina and the only way that radar could follow them uh it is with a transponder code because the plane can't be followed by radar and apparently the transponder failed on this jet so the jet became just completely invisible uh and that's why they lost it it's not clear why this uh, pilot had to bail out though i, I don't do you yeah. have any do you know anything they probably had some kind of I- encrypted code Del. we used to fi- we used to track commercial and military tell the difference between commercial and military because of their squawk code we call it a squawk code right uh, they probably uh have some kind of encrypted code that that they can read and maybe uh you know because actual enemy is not supposed to be able to pick up anything on that fighter yeah you know mr york i'm i'm not familiar uh with the military you're right transponder it's called a squawk code but that merely just means the number that air traffic control radar tells you to put into your transponder so they can track you and um so it's yeah we'd get we'd get planes commercial planes flying in our in our uh screen from time to time and you could detect which was military and which was commercial you know right but the reports how about that congress how about that congressman from colorado the republican you love this mr york republican woman kind of hot i was dating this guy a democrat and they got at a movie theater watching beetlejuice and uh got a little handsy a little little no that was that was that was bulbert that was your republican uh i just said mr york yeah republican yeah. yeah, you're so used to being Democrats. You had an inflection point there. You're so used to the fist. Well, he was doing a, he was doing a certain type of massage on her, and they they must have detected that and asked them I to leave. See him? I thought she was doing him too at Beetlejuice. Oh, you better be glad they weren't watching Edward Scissorhands. That'd be bad. And they were doing all kind of stuff in the public. There. I mean, gee whiz, Lauren, what's her name? Lauren Bobert. Bobert. Yeah, Bobert. Yeah. Yes, yeah, she. They were doing do all kind of. They were doing all kind of handsy stuff in the in the, in that play, you know. Well, I know. that's what I'm saying. It, Looked like they know. needed a motel myself. Yeah, little fondling fathers. Well, I like to see Republicans getting their freak on a little bit. That's good. New generation Republican. And well, I got, I got notice that one from South Carolina came on the on the air about the plane over there and this Bober girl. I got some hot young Republican women. What about that? We got all these hags like Hillary and. Uh, Feinstein, all these nasty old women y'all got. We, have, we, we got some hot women in the Republican Party coming up to the ranks. Well, it's yeah, just good to see both got, parties you, getting along is what, what, we're, what we're seeing. You got a bunch Jerry Bridenbaugh is with us, folks. He is chair of the Murray County Republican Party, uh, member of the Murray County Commission. Welcome in, Jerry. Thank you, thank you. And public service announcement, watch out on the roads out there. The fog is thick in places. I ran into a couple, could barely see. Wow, I didn't I didn't encounter any coming in. Uh the price of gas. I, the lowest I saw was three twenty eight. Uh and I've seen it this week or well, this week, yesterday and today as high as three forty five. What's everybody Biden else saying? Fifty thousand acres off the uh public drilling land in New, in New Mexico. Another brilliant move. Yeah, I mean he's fifty thousand. He he's been he he's campaigned on killing fossil fuels, so mm-hmm. you know I mean that's uh, what's going on there. I'm trying to. You find think it. this this Mr. York, you're a big union guy. You think this union strike other other than 
I think at some level, I think they all realize this this electric car thing is not going to work. Certainly not near term. It's being forced down their throats, and they're a little afraid of job losses, et cetera. What what do you what do you make of that? I mean, I, I, do you think this whole rush overly subsidized rushed electric cars is is a good idea, a bad idea for workers? What what do you come yeah, out of that? I, one? I think the electric car is going to be just like airplanes, Ron. Uh, people didn't like them; they were scared of them. They didn't know what they were going to get. And over time, people start using that as the major mode of transportation. And and I think electric cars has its place down the line. It's not going to be overnight. People all got the underwear all up around their neck about like it's going to be overnight. It's going to be a, a time a and a place for, you know, but, but it's going to gradually move in. Airplanes, certainly on the commercial side, certainly on the private side, too, provided value in terms of uh, time savings, flying across land, getting people there quicker. The value add of, of these of these cars, when, when it costs about 20000 to replace a battery, it just it, there's no underpinnings economics for the consumer here. But that's going to go down, Ron. Just the market is going to – your market is going to determine, just like air aircraft, air, airline tickets, they were – you know, only the rich could use airline t- in in the first. Now it's economical for the common person to get a flight. And batteries are going to go down in the urban areas. This this will drive the price of everything because people are going to shop with the electric car. They're not if they make a long trip, they might use a gasoline car, but they're going to use in the urban areas. They're going to use electric cars in Washington. Washington. The uh, the uh, t- uh, in uh, Washington, where I worked with the utility company, there they had a whole fleet of electric cars for their engineers and certain people that would go out around in their community to to engineer jobs. They didn't have the, they had gas powered for the lift trucks, but they had a whole bunch of uh, electric. Why, why not vehicles. let the free market go ahead and get it out there? If there's demand for it, why not let these companies use their own money rather than keep subsidizing, pushing, 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 changing, well, making it, mandates? Give it time, Ron. It's going to develop. I mean, it's not an overnight not, process. But why not do it on its own? Why don't we let the free market, if it's a value proposition of owning an electric car, why not let the free market system provide that car to people, well, not they don't the government? Government's going to give them a jump start to get going, just like they're doing everything. They give companies a jump start to get going, to create Who jobs. Who they jump starting? Huh? They're jump starting they? these companies to try to get them no. going. Well, name one, they jump started. All of them, all these car companies. All of them, okay. All of them. Are get, all all getting companies jump started by the government. Okay. To go to you really believe that? that all companies are jump started by the government? Are you kidding me? No, not initially, not. But they are giving them grants and they're giving them assistance to go into the electrical car industry. Oh, crony capitalism! It never turns out well. Mm-hmm. No, it doesn't. No, well, government's involved in in a lot of things that helps the public. I mean, transportation is one of them. Well, government government should be involved in transportation only to make sure that our roads are safe, our stoplights work, um, our police and fire are there to protect people. But in a purely capitalistic sense, if we're going to have electric vehicles on the road, and I, I agree with Mr. York in one sense that I think they are coming. I have no doubt that they are. But I then go over to the other side, which says private industry should be funding the research, private industry should be funding the development, and the government money needs to come out of it. Because anytime you give anybody free government money, they will 
they'll squander it. They'll they'll there's corruption. Uh, you have a company spend their own money for development. They're going to develop a inexpensive and efficient product so they can make back their money. And and I don't see the government subsidizing anything being good for the economy or for the product. It will it will be inefficient. It will be uh, lower quality. Uh, I've, I've seen it before, and, and I see electric vehicles being exactly the same way here. But well, every, every big project, the government has helped. In the airline business, the government has subsidized some there. In the railroad business, the government has subsidized Wil- the Wilbur, Orville Wright was subsidized. Yeah, not when it started, Ron. Gee whiz, don't be... Well, and that's what we're talking about here is the start, and and go all the way back to the beginning of the car industry. In the beginning, cars were expensive, nobody could afford them, and then Henry Ford discovered a way to build them cheaply and let everybody that that was a middle-class citizen have an opportunity to buy one, and that's when it took off. And and developing new products is no different. Buggy whips right now, if the government was still involved, they'd be subsidizing things that wouldn't work. I mean, if you think about when prices came down the airline, you talk about airline is during deregulation when Reagan de- deregulated airlines. That's when, when prices became two, three hundred dollars. In today's dollars, airline tickets used to be eight hundred dollars to thousand uh, dollars when the government regulated it and they deregulated it. And now you got these low cost airlines like Southwest killing it. Well, for the consumers benefit. By I the way, I mean, I don't see y'all's argument because every industry has had some help from the government at some time or other. Well, so I see you say every industry, but you can't yeah. name one. The railroad, transportation, Railroads. airline. Yeah, railroads, railroads are done by the robber barons the, back get, in the day. The Vanderbilts, the the, the robber barons did that. Talking the about the start of it, Ron. I'm talking about in today's industry, almost every big industry, research and development of drugs are supported by the government. Every big industry gets government assistance to research. No, they and usually come and in. Things. Yeah, they come in and lead the band after the after the march has started. They come in and try to get a little taste on. We what are trying not. To do. We have never been a purely capitalistic country without some kind of government intervention. Yet you cannot name a single successful industry that the government launched. These industries are successful based on what they do for the public, Ron. The government jumps into successful You are out there hauling it's not successful. Anybody that gets an airline ticket understands that that's government got involved in successful transportation. Government gets something to happen and they want want to take. They like to wet their beak and anything that's successful take credit for it. Not like they launch it. Motor Sales is our area's premier GMC dealership. Their lot at 919 Nashville Highway has an impressive selection of GMC vehicles, trucks from the light-duty GMC Canyon to the Sierra 3500 Heavy Duty, and everything in between. GMC's SUVs are impressive with the Terrain, Acadia, and Yukon. Want luxury? Ask about Denali upgrades. Go to ParksMotorsales.com for information and see their awesome offers and services. Parks Motor Sales, GMC. We are professional. Grade. Hello, I'm Barbara Lincoln with Holland's Pharmacy. You may have heard our previous commercials about compression hosiery that we carry at Holland's Pharmacy. Well, we've recently expanded into a full line of knee braces, back, wrist, ankle, and other support wear. We will gladly help you get just the right fit for these items and, of course, special order items to ensure the proper fit. Come see us at Holland's Pharmacy, 1608 Hatcher Lane, or call us at 931-388-4233. 388-4233.
Hi, this is Steve, the garbage man. Y'all have heard me talk in the past about Packer, our mascot dog. Well, I have some sad news about Packer. She recently crossed over the Rainbow Bridge to join our other beloved pets of the past. Packer lived out her final days on our farm in Water Valley. She had a great 14 years of life after being rescued by Don from being thrown away as a pup in someone's garbage. Rest in peace, Packer. American Standard Heating and Air Conditioning is built to a higher standard so you can focus on the problems in your life that actually matter, like the drywall that somehow isn't. American Standard Heating and Air Conditioning, built to a higher standard. Call Davis Heating and Cooling at 931-388-2090 for all your home comfort needs. Davis Heating and Cooling is your local American Standard dealer and proudly serves the Murray County area. Find Davis Heating and Cooling online and on Facebook or call today, 388-2090. Hi, this is Dr. Tui from the Dr. Gill Center. Has your back been bothering you for years? Can't play golf? Pick up the grandkids? Garden or exercise? Tried everything and nothing works? Call the Dr. Gill Center. We have successfully helped tens of thousands of patients in Middle Tennessee, and you could be next. Call 615-880-9774 and ask about our $49 special. That's 615-880-9774. Because back pain doesn't need to be a way of life. Call me, painfree.com. For 40 years, the Jewelers Bench has worked hard for their customers and provided the highest quality jewelry at the best price. They keep going back. Recent renovations have allowed them to expand their inventory. More high quality jewelry, custom vintage and estate pieces, and professional jewelry and watch repairs. They also buy gold. The Jewelers Bench, still here, still great service. 808 Trotwood Avenue, Columbia. Hello, my name is Connor Mims. My wife Bradley and I live in Columbia, Tennessee in Riverside. I am a deck and porch builder and my wife is a second grade teacher at Riverside Elementary. My specialty is designing and building elegant and comfortable porches and decks. Let me work with you to design and build the porch or deck of your dreams. Give us a call today from our website, MimsModernLandscape.com. That's MimsModernLandscape.com and check out what we have to offer. Thanks. Hey, this is Seth Moss at Tennessee Valley Equipment, a premier FAE Prime Tech, Bandit, and Shurex dealer. We are your dealer for all of your land clearing and forestry mulching needs. We sell equipment, provide repair service, and parts along with a rental fleet of mulching equipment. We also offer mulching teeth, blades, and sharpening. Our number one priority is getting you up and running as quickly and affordable as possible. Tennessee Valley is located at 300 Santa Fe Pike in wonderful Columbia, Tennessee. Stop by or give us a call today at 931-981-9812. The generations that have paved the way for us deserve respect, integrity, and compassion. This is Kelly Dobson, owner of Caring Hearts Home Healthcare. My grandmother and mother started this business in 2005, and I was honored to take over in 2012. Licensed and insured, we help our aging community stay in the comfort of their own homes. Online at caringheartshomehealthcarellc.com, by phone 931-381-5470, or in person at 1121 Trotwood Avenue here in Columbia. That's Caring Hearts Home Healthcare. Life gets busy and sometimes slowing down to buy your family quality food can seem impossible. This is Terry Taylor with Taylor Family Farm and we offer local home delivery in addition to our local drop locations to help with that problem. Now you can get your favorite pastured poultry, pork and grass-fed beef delivered right to your door. Visit taylorfamilyfarmtn.com to find out how. We believe in healthy food, healthy people and healthy community at Taylor Family Farm.
dudes with a view tuesday edition we are broadcasting i'm gonna call it from our new studio we've got uh new paint carpet it's all fixed up slicked up ready to go we've also got completely new equipment in here computers software hardware a whole nine yards coach mike lyle's over there on the board and he's He's actually managing to operate it all fairly successfully this morning. Which, so far. So far, yeah. Uh, I'm going to call it the white studio. Uh, <laughs> it, 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 well, the Kennedy Broadcasting's white studio. There was, a, there was a debate yesterday on the color of white in the studio. It, you know, it's, the it's, white kind of a, it's a kind of a cream color. The White Studio. All right, I'm dude number three. I'm Delk Kennedy. Clayton Harris, <laughs> dude number two. What's going on, man? Not a whole lot, Delk. Good morning, everybody. Dude number one, Mr. Jim York. How are you? Good morning. You need need to have some color in that studio, Delk. It's, it's, you're not diverse. Well, why don't you come on well, in and join us? A, at least you got a black microphone. Oh, uh-huh. well, we got a... <laughs> we got that, a was, that was invented by a black man. You know, at least you got that. Well, we got a chair microphone right here for you. We'd love to have you join us. Uh, <laughs> regular special guest dude on Tuesday, Ron Hart. How you doing, man? Good morning, everybody. And also we have uh, Jerry Bridenbaugh with us, who's a uh, member of the Murray County Commission, chair of the Murray County Republican Party. Hey, Jerry. Good morning, y'all. You know, I, okay, I, I'll bite on this, you know, electric vehicle thing. And I've been following the articles in the Wall Street Journal about that pretty closely because it is important to us in that um, electric vehicles are, and electric batteries are being produced uh, right here in Murray County up at the Spring Hill plant, uh, Ultium Cells and of course, GM Ultium Cells is manufacturing batteries. Uh, the GM plant there uh, is manufacturing the Lyric uh, Cadillac electric vehicle. Uh, news is sort of scarce, though. The the ve- the, the Lyric is priced, I understand it, like a hundred and forty thousand, something like that, over uh, into six figures. Uh, now. What, what the journal what the journal has reported on and, and you guys chime in any way you want on this and it's not about now mr york i understand what you're saying about we've been used to electronic things for the last you know 40 years have gotten relatively cheaper uh usually not being produced in the united states though usually being produced you know in vietnam china south korea uh that kind of those kind of places uh who can manufacture you know, whatever, big screen TVs, laptops, whatever, cheaper than we can here in the U.S. with our own domestic companies. Now, what the Democrats have done is have made the assumption that if you're going to buy and drive in the United States, that you're going to have to buy and drive from the UAW, and that would be Chrysler, uh, GM, or Ford. What the journal's been pointing out is that you know, Ford is losing whatever thirty thousand dollars per vehicle on these electric one fifties that they're going to produce out in West Tennessee. Uh, the Lyric, the, the the last news I heard, and you, it's hard to get news on this though, but the Lyric is being they say for the last three years they've been producing Lyrics in Tennessee. I mean, at the GM plant. The dealers I've checked with have yet to get delivery of a lyric. They can't get they and the 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 scuttlebutt is here in town is that 
they they can't deliver them because they can't get them right. Uh, but they the, don't have the infrastructure in Tennessee, Dell. That's that's the big problem right now. They don't have enough charging stations. No, uh, no, the, the, they can't placed around now in urban areas like in California and Seattle, Washington. No, Mister Mister, you don't understand what I'm saying. They the what I'm hearing from people who are in around the plant up there is. They just they can't get the lyrics to run right, so they're not delivering them to dealers. Oh, okay. If that's if that's a problem, then they need to get it right before they put it out there in the field. True enough. But what the journal and and its various articles have said is that Tesla, for instance, just delivered its five millionth Tesla. They're, they're getting- Here's a fundamental problem, Mr. York. Tesla's cost structure is low. They got nine, pretty much non-union. They're in southern states, uh, and and they're producing a product that's way ahead of the field. Where the union unionized workforces can produce this product, where the market will buy without subsidies, is is doubtful. Well, and Ron, that's what the journals point out. But they're not just pointing out uh, a labor advantage. They're pointing out a, a technological and efficiency advantage. Right. Uh, Tesla is actually now producing cars down in the thirty and forty thousand dollar range at a profit. Uh, yeah, the the UAW, I mean the, the the American Big Three are are light years away from head of that. They 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 are years from producing electric vehicle and, and Tesla's way ahead of charging stations as well. I don't know who owns these charging stations. They should be. I mean, I, I don't think. Well, I would, Tesla owns them. Tesla owns yeah. them, but now they're converting them so any any of the car companies they're can convert them. But charging stations is pretty magnanimous. Charging if you think stations about are, what he's done there. That that is not that's a pretty magnanimous move. Yeah, no, charging, charging, charging stations, stations though are, are not the issue, guys. The, the issue is that you're that, talking about the technology of the vehicle. Well, the big three can't oh, yeah, produce a profitable ride. vehicle at the, the eighty and ninety thousand dollar range. Tesla can produce a profitable vehicle at the thirty and forty thousand dollar range, according to the articles I've read in the journal. They, well, they, you know, the the big three will never catch up with Tesla. And let me give you the further bad news: uh, so they they they'll never catch up, never be able to compete with Tesla. So what the Democrats and the Greenies have managed to do is probably put uh, GM, Ford, and Chrysler on a countdown to death. Uh, by shifting, by yeah. disrupting, nah. by disrupting the industry, well, uh, I disagree. I, it's going. It's going to pan me, out. Let me tell you, the, whoever's new in the market gets the gets the cash, and they get an advantage. But eventually, the market, as Ron says, balances out with competition. You know, if GM wants to sell you electric car for ninety thousand, Tesla wants to sell you one for forty. Which one are you going to buy, Mister York? Right. I'm gonna wait till the price goes. <laughs> and I wonder when it doesn't work, Mister York, will we get back our subsidized tax money for the ones that for GM, Ford, and all these people got subsidized? That's a, you think we'll get our money back on that? That's don't, what we don't, do you know, well, they did in 2008 when you, when the government saw them going through the hole. They funded them and they got the money back all from right, interest. Jerry, right? Jerry, way in here. What's Del, up? Do you do you know? And and I I haven't followed this as closely as as some of the others. I've been out of the car business for a long time. But does Tesla build? anything but electric vehicles not so far as i know okay and that's my point going back to tesla's survival depends on a car that works an electric car that works if they don't sell electric cars at a reasonable price they don't survive they don't make a profit they don't begin to pay their shareholders they don't do any of that general motors ford chrysler 
All the others are still dependent on internal combustion engines. And as long as they can build internal combustion cars that sell for cheaper than electric vehicles, then they have no driving reason to make an effective electric vehicle. And I'll take you all the way back to when EVs first started to come in, and I'm talking the mid-1990s was when General Motors first introduced the EV1. Okay. And and they they brought them here to the Saturn plant. We all got a chance to drive one. And admittedly, it was a fun little car. I mean, it was it zipped. You couldn't hear the motor run, which was kind of disturbing, but it, it, it was a quick little car. But it was only launched in Arizona and California and flat, warm climates because the batteries would not hold up in areas like Tennessee where you had to go up and down hills and, and the cold weather would affect it. You just couldn't do it. And eventually that project just collapsed because of that. But at that time, those cars would not be sold. General Motors wouldn't sell them because they were too expensive. They would only lease them for, I think it was two, maybe three years, and then they'd bring them back because the market wouldn't sustain the price then. And the price then was $45,000. But, Jerry, great. look at the computer so, industry. What happened when the right, computers right. start Ms. coming out? Ms. 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 Computers Ms. start whoa, gradually whoa, whoa, whoa. getting into the market. Let me, let me, let me finish with what the Wall Street Journal is saying, and then you guys can hack it out all you want. The, uh, the Journal basically is saying that the Tesla has such a competitive advantage that the big three – uh, Chrysler, GM, Ford will never be able to catch up. They will never be able to produce an EV at the price point that Tesla can because Tesla's going to continue to get more efficient and be at the leader of the race. Now, that's not the end of the also, story. That's not yeah. the end of the story. The Wall Street Journal went to the Detroit Auto Show this summer in Detroit, and the big story there was that the Chinese have got better and cheaper electric vehicles than Tesla. And Tesla will not be able to compete with them. And if the Chinese enter the market, they will dominate the market and control the market for EVs. That's the story. So we got this labor, labor. And also, to the, all the unions are fighting right now, the combustion engine takes a lot more labor to, to make than an electric car. That's so right. they're worried about their jobs but, in the future. But, Delk, I was telling you all months ago that China had a system where most of the taxi drivers in China are using electric vehicles. They have what 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 you call a fast battery change-out system, just like lightning lube here. They pull into that, lighten, that battery change station. They can change batteries within four minutes and get going again. So they pay something like $150 a month to be a member of the battery club or whatever they call it, and they continually use electric vehicles. So... The technology is coming. It just takes time because we well, do have a capitalistic system in this country. We don't have government control of everything. In China, they tell you what to do, Ms. when York, to do it, and you do it. Miss York, you're making an assumption there that's not a valid assumption. You, What the journal is saying is you are validating what the journal is saying, that the, that the Chinese are way out ahead with EVs, way out ahead. And way out ahead of Tesla, even, with EVs. So what the journalists saying, when these Chinese companies began to market their vehicles in the United States, that they will just wipe out everybody else, because nobody else well, can we you're have gonna to have to your, You're going to have to look at your legislators, whether what they're going to put tariffs on those cars so they well, can't okay, be so, profitable right, to come Ron, in. I'll let so you I, take that one. You are the consumer. But right now, you don't have a ma- major Chinese car in America. You got, of course, Japanese with, with Toyota and Nissan, all this 
Japanese, you know, we have to have trade relations with them to begin with. They will flood the international market with them. They always have a strategic labor advantage, of course, over there. They don't care about the environment, so they're going to rip the environment apart with lithium and the batteries or whatever. But, you know, I, I think in general, we need, we got to be smarter about our, our precious metals. We call them um, rare earth met, uh, metals in the United States. We, we trade a lot of those away, including uranium one hillary clinton gave that to you know uranium to uh, to russia to putin well mr york what you're assuming is that the american manufacturers can adopt like these quick change technologies that the chinese already have that they're first the the one who's the most avant-garde in the american market tesla they're not there yet you know well they will dealt well technology is eventually going to get Ms. there Mr. York, it's this, not going to happen overnight miss york we're, what we're talking about is a race among manufacturers and there will only be one or two in the end that win and it's obvious that the american automobile companies will not be the winners well much you a battery know, it, Mr. it depends it depends on the type of legislation that's being passed it depends on the government legislature's if they got any foresight on what's going to happen. Ron, I'll let you take that. Depends on legislation, how we do this? Are you nuts? It depends on what government does. It doesn't matter. The government's got to get out of the way. That is a Democratic answer for sure. The government allows the Chinese to bring all their vehicles over here and and sell them and kill the American market. That's dumb. know what we ought to do, Mr. York. You can get a nice $25,000. dollars tell us everything to do, and it'll be terrific for everybody. We're not going to let Production will only work when manufacturers have to risk their own money. As long as they risk government money, Nothing will will happen. And we're not going to let you buy a $25,000 Chinese EV. You're going to have to buy a $90,000 American. Let's see how that one goes. You're not not thinking about the back end either. Think about your cell phone battery. The first year you have it, it takes a charge nicely. Third year, fourth year, your battery doesn't take a charge. Same thing with cars. All right, let's take a break and and come back. you buy a new phone. This is Barry Duke, and you're listening to 101.7 WKOM Columbia. Alert, alert! Columbia Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram has a huge announcement. We're expanding our service center to get you in and out quicker than ever. That's right, five new service bays to get your vehicle back on the road. Don't drive a Chrysler, Dodge, Jeep, or Ram. It doesn't matter. Our certified technicians are trained to work on all makes or models. More service, less time. Only at Columbia Chrysler, Dodge, Jeep, Ram. Family owned and operated. You can count on us. Terry Tillis from Tillis Jewelry. Let's talk about antique versus vintage jewelry. Did you know antique jewelry is over 100 years old and vintage is 50 to 100 years? Tillis Jewelry, located downtown Columbia, has a wonderful collection from Georgian, Victorian, Edwardian, and Art Deco. We select every piece for their timeless beauty. Stop by and select your favorite piece. Jewelry to last a lifetime. Remember, Tillis Jewelry, your antique and vintage jewelry store. 
Are you thinking about a new fence? Maybe you need a pole barn. Then you should give Sands Fence Company a call. That's 931-309-1644. Will Sands has built his business based on the principles of honesty, quality, and integrity. Sands Fence Company has been in business for over 20 years, providing the community with farm, residential, and commercial fencing, as well as pole barns and buildings. Call today for a free estimate. Sands Fence Company, 931-309-1644. 931-309-1644. If you're happy and you know it, clap your hands. If you're happy and you know it, clap your hands. If you're happy and you know it, then your face will surely show it. If you're happy and you know it, clap your hands. When you see the happy face on our truck, you'll be smiling because you know that you're in luck. When you fixed up and you know it, Hiller solved it like you hoped it. If you're happy and you know it, shout it out. Hiller! And now the best man. Uh, I was going to plan this speech out while I got my oil change, but I went to take five and it was a lot faster than I thought, so here it goes. Okay. Tim, you were my first friend. Angela, you were my first. <laughs> yeah, I never thought the two of you would make it, but I guess love really is blind. No, 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 I mean in a good way. At Take 5, your oil change is faster than you think. Take 5, the stay-in-your-car 10-minute oil change. This is Mark Curry at the Trailer Store. We are a local, family-owned business. Every day, I work with my wife, Susie, my mother, Becky, and my son, Justin. We offer a full line of lawnmower trailers, utility trailers, stock trailers, and a full line of trailer parts. We also offer service. Come see us at 1021 New Lewisburg Highway. Call us at 931-381-2795. That's 931-381-2795. Do you have trees that need trimming or removed? Do you have stumps that you want ground? A1 Tree Removal is a family-owned and operated business local to Columbia and Lewisburg and servicing surrounding Middle Tennessee. They are licensed and insured and provide free estimates. No job is too big. No tree is too small. Give old Luke a call or text Luke at 931-359-3113. Or you can check them out on Facebook and tell A1 Tree Removal that you heard this ad on the radio. If you love America, you will love A1 Tree Removal. What would you do if you ran out of food to feed your family? That's the reality for hundreds of families here in Southern Middle Tennessee, and you can help change that. Front Porch Radio is partnering with The Well Outreach to help feed as many families in need as we can for as little as $30 to provide a week of groceries. Join us for a special live broadcast on September 26th and 27th on Front Porch Radio, or you can give right now to help a local family in need at thewelloutreach.org. You'll have to see it to believe it. Whoever said that must have been talking about Talladega. NASCAR Playoffs Weekend at Talladega, September 30th through October 1st. Get your tickets now at talladegasuperspeedway.com. This is Del Kennedy, owner of Kennedy Broadcasting Company, operator of WKRM, historically 1340 AM, now 103.7 FM, and WKOM, 101.7 FM. We call ourselves Front Porch Radio, and I've said many times what that means. It means that we are working to connect this southern Middle Tennessee community, one listener, one relationship at a time. And let me elaborate on what that means. In this community, we will relentlessly promote jobs, commerce, business, industry, education, arts, green space, music, rivers, the great outdoors, healthcare, churches, charities, sports, and all the great people of Southern Middle Tennessee. 
Join us. Help us. Call us. Front Porch Radio. Delk Kennedy, thank you for listening. Tuesday edition. My name is Del Kennedy. I'm dude number three. Folks, I, we've got a project coming up here at uh, Kennedy Broadcasting that I'm really excited about. Uh, it's going to be September 26th and 27th, and it's both stations, right, Clayton? Yes, sir. WKOM 101.7, you're listening to now, and our sister station, WKRM 103.7. Uh, and why I'm so excited is we're going to be supporting the Well Outreach. The Well Outreach is, you know, I've watched them the last three, uh, two to three years. They have grown. They have really put a footprint down in this community. Of course, they're a food pantry, and they provide uh, food to people who are in need. Their offices are now in Spring Hill, but they're about to open another food pantry in Mount Pleasant. So they are covering southern middle Tennessee and I've watched these folks. Shelly Sasson is the executive director at the well. They are, I mean, they are hustling to uh, get food out there, providing, I, I believe she said, 1,400 jet packs, which are, they're, they're a pack with a weekend's worth of food to a kid in need. Uh, it, you know, at, at the schools, they'll provide the these uh, jet packs. So, uh, children who are going home to a place where they are just not going to get enough food over the weekend uh, get a jet pack from the well and i believe shelly's saying they're doing 1400 of these a week now something like that i mean this is a incredible ministry uh september 26th and 27th we're going to be doing a, a radiothon here at wkom and wkrm uh, to let people know about the wonderful work at the well and to ask you to help support the well, uh, they're asking for thirty dollars to provide a week's worth of groceries to a family. Uh, that's sort of the benchmark. And if you want to help out the well or learn more right now, uh, you can go to frontporchradiotn.com, and there's a button there where you can help out the well. Really a great project. Uh, I'm so excited about it. So excited to support the well and to be a part of supporting the well here at Kennedy Broadcasting. Dude number two, Clayton Harris, just stepped outside. I'm not sure what he's trying to do. Dude number one, Mr. Jim York, how are you? Good morning, Dale. Good morning, everybody. Regular special guest dude, favorite son of Columbia, native son, 1977 graduate of Columbia Central High School, Ron Hart. How you doing? Morning. Morning. You're a little muffled there, Ron. I don't know what's... Yeah, let me see here. Uh, there, you there you go. There you go. You're good. Sell some Tesla stock. <laughs> there we go. There you go. You're good. What's Jer- it running? 270? <laughs> it's 173. Let's see. Yeah, you know, I, I, look, they, they, have a, they have a big advantage in AI, Tesla does, but it's, it's uh, you know, it's it's uh, 264. Uh, it, it's, um, I don't know. He's a smart guy. He used to bet on people. You've been on Elon Musk. He was totally out there for a long time, Mr. York, to find out he's a Republican. 
and that now y'all rip him apart. Same thing with Russell Brand. So you really can't come out as a Republican too soon. So but he's, he's a brilliant guy. He'll make money in things he does, and he's a he's a maniacal, you know, maniacal engineer who does make things efficient. So he's great well, for America. Good. That should help the American public. You know, when he when he produces those cars that are economical and efficient, and people want to buy, that's a good thing. That's a good thing. I'm no doubt about it. But it, you know, he's probably getting some government money too. You know. Yeah, I don't think a lot. No, it, I don't think it's, it's amazing. It's amazing. It's amazing. Our tax. Yeah. Seven thousand dollars tax credit. When you say government money, you realize that's our money, Mister York, right? Yeah, it's not like free it's money sitting money. up there for nothing. You do understand that, right? All right. Well, let, it, let's it's say- our money, and when the government sends it to you, they put some stipulations on it. Just like when you give your children money, you put stipulations on it. All right. All right. Let's. Uh, that's let's, okay. We got another guest here, Jerry Bridenbow, uh, member of the Murray County Commission, chair of the Murray County Republican Party. Welcome, Jerry. Well, thank you. Good morning, Murray yeah. County. There we go. Jerry gets a lot of government money, don't you, Jerry, for roads, bridges, and stuff like that? I I don't get it. I give it away. Right. Okay, you give it away, (laughs) but it helps the public, doesn't it? We Everything we do, we try to help the public, but it is the public's money. Yeah. And when when, Let me just clear something up. When people start talking about government, they're talking about their elected officials, whether it's local or whether it's statewide or whether it's national. Government is the people we elect and send to the state, to the county, to the state, and to Washington. That's government. And if they're not doing things that's conducive to help the people in their district, then you need to vote them out of office. Don't complain to me about it. Vote them out of office. Well, also, money government gives you, Mr. York, is not their money giving you. It's tax dollars they take out of people's checks. At the counter when you check out, it's oh. our money that they 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 basically reallocate. They don't give you money. That's the, yeah, that's the that's biggest. a little socialism, right? They they spread the money around to help the areas that need the help that can't fund it themselves, right? Uh, it's not it's not what they generally do, but uh, the war on poverty well, we can't exactly build roads. Out. We can't build roads. We can't build. Well, I agree uh, on roads. I, I think the so government should only be in the. There's you have to fund things. TVA. You have to fund roads to so that the public doesn't get hit with large tax bills. Oh, it's our money anyway. TVA, TVA produces revenue through these dams that we funded a while back, and, and the nuclear power plants which we funded away. No one a TVA building in Chattanooga. No one shows up to work anymore. They're all, they're all at home. So it's just a big government bureaucracy. Well, that's a management sitting. problem. That's a management problem. That's not a government problem. That's your, that's that's your beloved problem. government. No one holds them to account. All right. Let's. Really? Uh, I, I want to go over something here. A a Reuters poll came out on September fifteenth. Now Reuters is is they're a bunch of liberal, you know, woke liberal woke people. So this is no conservative. <laughs> This is no conservative poll. And I, I said several months ago, and I haven't revisited, that the Democrats uh, have made a couple of potentially fatal assumptions in this presidential race. One, one was that anybody can beat Trump. You know, orange man bad. He's a buffoon. He's going to jail. Uh, the January 6th uh, movie that the crazy uh, January 6th committee made with you know megan mccain and all the whoever they know liz cheney 
that that would sway public opinion, that Trump was just going down in flames, going to jail, uh, and just was not a factor. That was one of their assumptions. The other assumption was that uh, people, uh, that Biden's health would remain relatively good. And uh, so they decided to keep Kamala Harris as his vice presidential presidential candidate. Well, that's all well and good, except she's one of the most un- she's she's mean, vindictive, uh, racist. Uh, she's just a very unattractive personality. Neither Democrats or Republicans like her. And so, if I, the more Biden's health deteriorates, the more it becomes. Uh, that in reality, what you're voting for is for Kamala Harris to be president of the United States. And like I said, not even Democrats, not even Democrats want that. So in the meantime, though, the Reuters poll of 915 shows that if the election were held today, that Trump would win the presidency with 312 electoral college votes compared to Biden's 226. This is despite the January 6th movie, this is despite four or five indictments. What movie, what movie are you talking about, Dale? You talking about the actual uh, insurrection at the Capitol? All that dramatized movie the January 6th committee made, a Hollywood production. No, that you know. wasn't, that, that's what the newsreel showed, man. Yeah, right. Get, get out the boat. Oh, get out the Ms. boat. Short, get, your you head, get your head out the bubble, man. Anybody make a dramatic movie like that and slant the truth, which they did. That was the actual action that took place Mr. You, you continue period. to believe that in your mind if you want to uh i'm sorry i can't help you well ask uh, josh holly and and uh and he was running away so ask josh holly was it real uh, that, well, that was doctor too they, they showed that, that film doctor mm-hmm. as well they, someone showed him that that was doctored him running that was, ask romney was it real that was doctor. He was within 12 feet and grabbing him. Ask Romney, it was, was it real? It was real in the sense that people protest at the Capitol. It's not real in the sense they get 20 years in prison for walking through the people's house and monkeying with Nancy it's Pelosi's how they podium. did it. If, if they'd have walked how in there and asked, for, you know, looked around and wouldn't tear up things. And well, that's what the video shows. The wall and yeah. go through the, how about the BLM, though, burning stuff? down federal buildings? BLM burning was, down police stations and federal buildings. A lot of those people in 20-year sentences? No. Well, they got they got yeah. sentenced for what they Thanks did. So. No, nobody Shows that tried so. to burn burn down Portland has been even prosecuted. No. Even prosecuted. That, that That's not true, Jerry. That is true. That is true. Folks over there. That is true. That is true. They burn down but federal they are buildings prosecuting the ones that did January 6th, and that's a good thing. They're going after them with a vengeance, they're but they're white. ignoring everybody else. They broke the exactly. law. Exactly. And, exactly and they're, they're going to continue to go up the line until they get the top dog. These are political persecutions. And, uh, yeah, y'all, y'all are trying to get, do anything you can do to get rid of Trump except for run a viable candidate against him. Yeah, and we're running. You're trying to put him in jail. You're so, trying to do this. You're trying we'll to get him off the ballot. Why don't you come finished, up with a good we'll candidate? See. you got a bunch of buffoons gotta, in your party. We, well, buffoons? <laughs> yes. And you, look at Marjorie Taylor Greene. What do you call her? What's Lauren Brobert? What do you call them? He's very handsy. Well rounded. You know, that's the whole point. The, 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 All right. Why the GOP is... has a lot, a lot, elected a whole bunch of people 
that don't do anything. That's why nothing's getting done in Congress. Why? And is, I, when you're doing nothing, how do you determine nothing. when you right, finish, Ron? Jerry, Ron, how do you why, determine when you you're finish? talking to your, you're, you're you're circular the Democrat yeah. talking yeah, points. Yeah, I mean, nothing exactly done. circular. Why is Trump winning in a legitimate national poll taken three days ago? Polls, polls don't determine anything. The vote determines who's going to win. Well, the poll mail in the vote. Just like in Georgia, the vote determined who was going to win. Democrats have made yeah. assumptions that if they send him to jail, it's obvious that this nation will elect Trump if he's sitting in a cell somewhere. Where? Well, well here you're doing. You, you pro, you're trying to indict Hunter Biden and send him to jail. He's a private citizen. Well, he hadn't been indicted. But yet for... you don't look at Ivanka Trump, who made $640 million with the Chinese contracts, and you don't do anything about Jared Kushner, who got... Two billion dollars from the Saudis. You don't look at that, but you're gonna look at someone yeah, who had, they looked at it pretty hard. Who had a gun charge? They looked at it pretty hard. His taxes, and you're gonna do something about that. That's it's why me, we don't get anything where, done. Show me where six hundred million dollars went to Ivanka Trump from China, yep. Mr. York. You just make stuff up. That didn't happen. They didn't give her six hundred forty million dollars. She had six hundred forty million dollars of Chinese contracts when she was in the White House right. as an advisor. To, to answer no, your question, she was, built, she was building a clothing line, and everybody produces nobody their goods buys, in China. but the Chinese, huh? All right, to Jerry, answer your question, Jerry, Jerry, you got thirty seconds. Go. The reason people are still backing Trump is because they remember it's costing him five thousand dollars a year more to live now than it did when he was in office. He did things. Yeah, there they we go. Like the government more than they, 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 what Trump is very uncouth, untoward, and unlikable, honestly. But they hate government more than they they hate him, and he's the only one that they think will turn it around. He's well, a proxy for the anger in America. If you want a dictator, vote for him. That's all I can tell you. It's going to take on the he, he rich man. Those are rich. He doesn't reduce freedoms. He doesn't make people take vaccines like like Biden's trying to do. He doesn't shut down businesses. He doesn't he doesn't stifle free speech. Look like the all right, we're out of here. Pretty darn good right Tomorrow. now. Tomorrow.